This is the Family Money Adventure Show, the money and travel podcast helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I am Kevin Payne. Join me every other week as we have meaningful conversations about family, money, and travel. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are talking about emergency funds and sinking funds. Both types of funds help you save money for the future, but have vastly different purposes. Understanding the difference and how to use both is one of the keys to protecting your family, improving your finances, and achieving money and life goals. Now, recently, Lending Club and Payments released a report that came out in February 2023 that revealed an alarming fact about savings in America. The report showed that in January 2023, 60% of American adults are living paycheck to paycheck. This number is actually down 4% from the same time last year, but it's scary to think about how many people are dealing with financial instability right now. What's crazier is that of those 60% living paycheck to paycheck, 4 in 10 are considered high-income earners. Those are people earning more than $100,000 a year. Now, you know, our financial story wasn't much different. At one point, my wife and I had steady jobs, making decent money. We had two kids at the time. And when we decided to adopt two more kids, I started to take a look at our finances and realized, hey, I might want to start figuring this stuff out. There's not as much there as I thought. We spend a lot of the money that we make. You know, it was a reality check for my wife and I and led to a deep dive into the world of personal finance in managing money. And this eventually led to the birth of Family Money Adventure and brings us to our conversation today. So let's dive right in. What are emergency funds and sinking funds? Now, you may have heard of emergency funds before, but this can be a refresher for you. An emergency fund is money that's saved up and set aside for emergency expenses that you encounter outside of your regular spending. Now, this could be money kept in a separate bank account, in an envelope, or under your mattress. You know, we prefer certain options more than others, but we'll get into that later. The most important detail to remember is that this money is for emergencies. You know, we're not using this money because there's a big sale or because your car is on empty or you're planning a beach vacation. So what actually constitutes an emergency? Well, for us, emergencies are financial needs that do one of the following things. Either lead to dire consequences, if not handled immediately, such as losing your home, getting your power shut off, or maybe even emergency home repairs to prevent further damage. You know, it could also be something that could snowball into something much worse. It can cover living expenses during a job loss, and medical emergencies would also fall under that. And what seems to be coming a tradition for our family is anytime I write or record anything regarding emergency funds, sure enough, we run into a problem that requires us to tap into that fund. Just this last week, my wife's minivan started making some really weird noises. We took it up to the shop and found that it has several issues, which cost $1,550.79 to repair. Now, normally, we'd have a sinking fund specifically for car maintenance and repairs, but 
We've actually had to tap into that a few times recently, so it was empty. So we had to use our emergency fund. We include some more emergency expenses in our guide to building an emergency fund, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Now let's switch over to sinking funds. A sinking fund is also money saved and set aside, but instead of for emergencies, this money is for short-term saving goals and one-time expenses. You know, if you grew up having a piggy bank as a kid, you probably remember dropping quarters, dimes, nickels, and pennies into it each week, and hopefully dollars. And your parents made you wait until you had enough saved up to buy something that you really wanted. That wait as a kid was the worst, right? But then the day came when you could finally reach your goal and got to dump out all of those coins and dollar bills and head to the store. That's basically a sinking fund. Any life or financial goal can be its own sinking fund. We probably have 15 sinking funds going on at any given time, and they can be used for short-term goals. For example, we have sinking funds for travel, Christmas presents, clothing, school and sports fees for kids, car repairs and maintenance, and home maintenance. Our oldest son, he just graduated from high school, and we put money in a sinking fund to cover expenses for his graduation party. So that was a one-time expense. I'm also self-employed. I work full-time as a freelance writer and content creator. And because of that, I have to make estimated tax payments throughout the year. So we have a sinking fund for those tax payments as well. For you, maybe it's property taxes, HOA fees, or another ongoing future expense. We discussed travel budgets and saving money for travel in a previous episode. And that's another sinking fund for us. So basically, that's an overview of both types of funds, and we'll get into more details on how to set them up and fill them up in a few minutes. But the real question that we need to ask is, which fund should we prioritize? The answer is both simple and complex. Of course, every family and individual needs an emergency fund. There's no debate. It's an essential part of any money management system. Without it, you could face real financial challenges or worse. If you don't have an emergency fund, this is without a doubt your starting point. An emergency fund should come before building sinking funds. But sinking funds are still important and should be part of your overall financial strategy. They don't trump emergencies or essential living expenses, but you should prioritize sinking funds over other types of non-essential spending. You know, we're very big on value-based budgeting, which basically just means that we intentionally funnel more of our money towards what we love and value and try to cut expenses elsewhere. So for us, that means family, travel, education, entertainment, retirement, And our sinking funds and investment portfolio are reflective of that. Now let's look at some of the benefits of having an emergency fund and sinking funds. Having a fully funded emergency fund has several benefits. They include financial security, dealing with less stress, money on hand to deal with unexpected expenses or events that occur. You know, having an emergency fund can avoid taking on debt. It can also protect you against income loss if maybe you lost your job or were laid off. It can also protect against income loss and help you avoid poor financial decisions. The same goes for sinking funds. Having money set aside in sinking funds can help you avoid tapping into other money that you need for everyday expenses. Having a sinking fund can help you remove some of the temptation to use those funds for something else. It can help you track progress 
towards savings goals. And it can also help you avoid taking on debt to pay for one of your savings goals. Now I want to share some tips for setting up an emergency fund. And the first question we always get asked is, how much do you need to save in an emergency fund? Well, most experts say you should have three to six months of living expenses saved in an emergency fund. Now note that we're actually referring to just living expenses, not your full income. And the way you can figure out how much you might need is to make a list of your monthly expenses, add them up, and multiply that total by the number of months of living expenses that you want to keep in your fund. The next tip is to keep your money in a separate account. And this applies to both emergency funds and sinking funds. Keeping these funds in a separate account or location from your everyday expenses, it helps remove some of the temptation to use that money for other expenses, whether it's on purpose or accidentally. You know, we use high yield savings accounts for our funds. That way we earn a little interest while keeping our money separate, but still accessible. The third tip is to use automatic savings tools. Many banks, especially online banks, come with savings features that allow you to set up recurring automatic transfers. Now, you could set these up for specific periods. Maybe you get paid bi-weekly or monthly. Whatever it is, you can set up rules that will automatically move money from your checking account or a certain bank account over to your savings account where you're keeping your emergency fund or sinking fund. And the last tip we have in regards to emergency funds is to replenish your fund. If you end up using your emergency fund for anything, fill it back up. You kind of start the process over again to get back where you need to be. It's an ongoing process to protect you. So, you know, apply the same savings principles to get your fund back where it needs to be after you use it. Now, here's a few tips for setting up sinking funds. First, you want to start with your goals. Set savings goals. Figure out what you want to save for and how much you want or need to save to achieve that goal. Next, you want to determine your time frame for savings. Is there a specific date or time in which you need to reach your goal? And perhaps maybe it's an ongoing savings goal that you just continually refill. Next, you want to set up your funds in a separate account, just like you would with an emergency fund. Now, if you have more than one sinking fund at the same time, you could keep them all in one account and just kind of earmark money for certain things and keep track of it. You could also use something like Capital One 360 performance savings accounts, which actually allow you to open up to 25 separate savings accounts. I know that sounds crazy, but it's actually not as difficult to keep track of as it sounds. And you can see all of them on the same screen on your computer or on your mobile app. Or you could use a bank like Ally Bank. It's a popular online bank where they offer savings buckets within the same savings account. You only have to deal with one account, but you're still able to track each goal right there. Next, just like emergency funds, you want to automate the savings process. Use your savings goals and time frame to determine how much you need to save each month or pay period. Use the bank that allows you to automatically transfer money from checking to savings to take the guesswork out of the process. You know, emergency funds and sinking funds, they're both important and both are an important part of your family's money management system. If you don't have emergency savings right now to protect you, when you face an emergency or a hardship, start there. Once your emergency fund is fully funded, move your focus over to sinking funds and short-term goals. 
We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear us cover in upcoming episodes? Head over to FamilyMoneyAdventure.com and leave us a comment or message. And hope you will join us for these empowering and hopefully entertaining discussions. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted. Until the next adventure.